This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi ta'ala nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati amalina man yahdihillahu falamudillalahu wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار over 1400 years ago on this very day of arafah our prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam stood on the plain of arafah on the day of arafah and after praying the dhuhr and asr prayers shortened and combined the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam spent the rest of that day until the sun set making dua to allah azza wa jal and making dhikr of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala today right now over 1400 years later hundreds and thousands of our brothers and sisters are standing on that very plain on, on the day of Arafah in Arafah. And that standing on the day of Arafah, it is the most important rite of Hajj. As the Prophet ﷺ said, Al-Hajj Arafah. Hajj is Arafah. And that is because the one who stands on the plain of Arafah on the day of Arafah does so in order to seek Allah's forgiveness and to repent to Him. to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of their needs in this life and the next. But one of the most important and crucial elements of standing on the day of Arafah, it is to renew the covenant that we made with our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. Each and every single one of us sitting here today, our parents and grandparents before us, and our descendants that will come after us that Allah azza wa has decreed for us. Every single person that Allah created made a covenant with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As is collected in the Muslim of Imam Ahmad and the authority of Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiyallahu anhuma, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَخَذَ الْمِيثَاقَ مِنْ ظَهْرِ آدَمَ بِنَعْمَانَ يَوْمَ عَرَفَ فَأَخْرَجَ مِنْ صُلْبِهِ كُلَّ ذُرِّيَّةٍ ذَرَأَهَا فَنَثَرَهُمْ بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ كَالذَّرُ ثُمَّ كَلَّمَهُمْ قِبَلَا أَلَسْتُ بِرَبِّكُمْ The Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala extracted from the loins of our father Adam alayhi salam in a place called Na'man on the day of Arafah, this very day of Arafah. He took from the loins of our father Adam every single child that would come from him till yawm al-qiyamah. And he spread them out all before him subhanahu wa ta'ala like grains of seed. And then he spoke to them directly and he said, Alastu bi rabbikum, am I not your Lord? And all of them replied, Bala shahidna. All of them agreed and they testified to that fact. And taqulu yawm al-qiyamah, inna kunna an hadha ghafirin. Lest that you should say on yawm al-qiyamah that you were unaware of this. 
أو تقول إنما أشرك آباؤنا من قبل وكنا ذرية من بعدهم ولست يشد سيدا لوزا وفوفادز كميتد شرك and we were only following them as their children and that is why each and every single one of us is born with what we call the fitrah as the Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ما من مولود يولد ما من مولود إلا ويولد على الفطرة no one is born except that he is born upon the fitrah the natural inclination to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone the covenant that we made with Allah azza wa jal that this life that we have these finite years that we have it's not so that we can gather wealth it's not so that we can have large families it's not so that we can enjoy the pleasures of the dunya it is only for one purpose and that is the purpose to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the nature of the dunya with its distractions the nature of the human with his negligence is that we are often forgetful of this one very important fact and so times like today the day of arafah times like the month of ramadan are reminders that are timely for us that we need to realign our priorities that we need to understand what is important about this life and what is less important in this life the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam highlighted this very principle in the hadith in sahih al-bukhari the hadith of muadh ibn jabal radiyallahu an who one day was riding behind the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the prophet said to him sallallahu alaihi wasallam o muadh do you know what the right of allah is upon his slaves and the right of the slaves upon their lord subhanahu wa ta'ala he said allah and his messenger know best he said haqqullahi ala al-ibad alla yushriku bihi shay'a the rights of allah upon his slaves is that they worship him alone not making shirk with him subhanahu wa ta'ala wa haqqul ibadi ala allah alla yu'adhdhiba man la yushrika bihi shay'a and the rights that they have that allah has obligated upon himself is that he won't punish those who don't associate anyone in him with worship that is what the people of Arafah see on this day on the plain of Arafah. They go there to make dua. They go there to seek Allah's forgiveness. They go there to make tawbah. They go there to realize the many, many sins that they've committed over the course of their life. And how they need to try to do better. And the first step of doing better is to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To repent to Allah azza wa jal. To acknowledge his tawheed subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, Aba Aisha radiyallahu anha, the Prophet said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam speaking about the virtues of this day for the people who make hajj on the day of Arafah in Arafah. Ma min yawmin, akthara min an yu'tiqallahu fihi abdan min al-nar min yawmi Arafah. Wa innahu layadnu, wa yubahi bihimu al-malaika fayakul, ma aradaha ula. There is not a day upon the face of this earth in which Allah Azza wa Jal frees more people, emancipates more people from the fire of hell than the day of Arafah. And Allah Azza wa Jal descends on this day in a manner which befits His majesty. And He boasts to the angels, what do these people want from me? Meaning the people making hajj on the day of Arafah. Because those people, if they're sincere, if they have ikhlas, if they know the reason why they've made hajj, they've only come for one reason. And that is to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to seek His blessings jalla wa ala. And that is why this day, the day of Arafah is important for all of us as a reminder to renew that covenant. It's the reason why Allah Azza wa Jal mentions it in multiple places in the Qur'an. The day of Arafah, Allah takes an oath by it in the Qur'an. In Surah Al-Buruj, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَشَاهِدٍ وَمَشْهُودٍ The day that is witnessed and the one that is, the day that is a witness and the one that is witnessed. The day that is a witness is the day of Friday. And the day that is witnessed is the day of Arafah, as is mentioned in the hadith in Al-Tirmidhi. And the Prophet and Allah Azza wa Jal takes an oath by this day in Surah Al-Fajr, when he says, وَالْفَجْرِ وَلَيَالٍ عَشَرٍ وَالشَّفْعِ وَالْوَتَرٍ In the position of a number of the scholars of tafsir, Allah Azza wa Jal takes an oath by the dawn, 
and by the ten nights, and by the even and by the odd. A number of the scholars of tafsir, including Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah, were of the position that the even and the odd referred to these two days, today and tomorrow, the day of Arafah and the day of Eid al-Adha. Those are the days that Allah has taken an oath by. Why? Because this day is important for the Muslim in the life of the Muslim to understand that the reason why Allah Azza created us was to worship Him alone subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is why it is in the hadith in Al-Bukhari and Muslim when the Jewish man came to Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu an and he said to him, O leader of the Muslims, there is a verse in your Quran were it to be have revealed to us, the Jewish community, we would have taken that day as the day of Eid, the day of celebration, the day of worship. He said, what is that verse? He said, the statement of Allah Azza wa Jalla, اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا. Today I have completed your religion for you, perfected my favor upon you, and chosen for you as your way of life, Islam. Umar radiallahu an replied, by Allah I know when and where that verse was revealed. It was revealed during the farewell hajj of the Prophet on the day of Arafah. This is that day that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has honored and chosen. And he has honored it for the people of Arafah because they go there and they worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in what is the greatest rite of hajj. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also honored it for me and you. For those of us that weren't blessed enough, weren't honored enough, weren't chosen to go and perform hajj this year. For us it is also a blessed day, not least because of the reminder that it should serve. Not least because we should stop and pause, especially on this day, to think about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has obligated upon us. To think about where, what the purpose is of our creation, where we're going in life, how short and how finite our life may be, how today we're living and enjoying the blessings of Allah, and today we may be in our graves. That reminder is a reminder that is pertinent. And that is why the Prophet ﷺ used those few hours of the day of Arafah in Arafah in dua and in the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But there are a number of actions that we can also perform as people who are not performing hajj. Actions that are extremely important and rewarding for us. The first of them is to fast on this day. The Prophet ﷺ in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, Abu Qatada, radiyallahu anhu, when he was asked on the day about the fasting of the day of Arafah, he said, إِنِّي يَحْتَسِبُ عَلَى اللَّهِ and you kafir I hope that Allah Azza wa Jal by fasting this one day will expiate the sins of the following year and the previous year. Two years of sins for fasting a single day. And that is because of the virtue of this day, the importance and significance of the day of Arafah. To fast on this day is something which is extremely rewarding. But if you were able to fast, wasn't something that you were able to do, you had an excuse, you're unable to fast, from the most virtuous acts on this day, is to turn to Allah Azza wa Jalla in making dua, and the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the hadith of At-Tirmidhi, of Abdullah ibn Amr ibn al-As radiyallahu anhumah, the Prophet said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, khayru du'a'i du'a'u arafah. The best dua that you can make, is the dua that you make on the day of arafah. وَخَيْرُ مَا قُلْتُ أَنَا وَالنَّبِيُّونَ قَبْلِي لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ لَهُ الْمُلْكُ وَلَهُ الْحَمْدُ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قَدِيرٌ And the best dua that you can make is the dua of Arafah. And the best statement that I and the prophets before me made is to say that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah alone with that partner. To him belongs all dominion and all praise. And he has power and ability over all things subhanahu wa ta'ala. To repeat that statement, to make the dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal is something which is extremely rewarding on the day of Arafah. And the scholars differed. Is that something only specific for the people of Arafah? Or is it general for every Muslim on the day of Arafah? And the strongest position on Allah knows best is that it is general. 
Every person on the day of Arafah can make dua. And it is a dua that is virtuous, a dua that is more likely to be accepted, especially this year, because the day of Arafah happens to also be a Friday, which in itself, in and of itself, is a day of virtue. And that is why it was the practice of the Prophet ﷺ and Hajj to make dua until the sunset. And it was the practice of the Salaf who didn't make Hajj, didn't perform Hajj in those years, that they would spend this day in making dua and the dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal. To make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this day, especially between the time of Asr and Maghrib, it is something which is extremely virtuous. Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah, another companion by the name of Amr ibn Hurith radiallahu an, and scholars from amongst the Salaf such as Yahya ibn Ma'in rahimahullah would take the time between Asr and Maghrib and they would spend it making dua. Some of them would come to the masjid and they would find a place in the masjid and they would spend that time making dua. This is a day that Allah Azza wa has made virtuous and rewarding. And yes, it is more virtuous if you're making hajj. But even if you're not, it is still a day of reward and virtue and excellence. And so to use these few hours that we have remaining of this day, it is something which all of us should bear in mind. This, these few hours, especially at the time of Asr, those few hours that we have are precious. And Allah Azza wa only knows whether we will see another day of Arafah. Use this time wisely. Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all of the good of this life and the next. Making dua to Allah Azza wa Jalla that He forgives us for our sins and showers His mercy upon us. Barakallahu li walakum fil Qur'ani wa sunnah wa nafa'ani wa yakum bima fihim amna al-ayati wa hikmah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullah li walakum wa li jami'il muslimin min kulli dhambin fastaghfiru innahu kana ghaffara. Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah wa salama tasliman kathira amma ba'd. From the most virtuous acts that we can perform on this day, the day of Arafah, is a specific type of dhikr of Allah Azza wa Jal. The Prophet ﷺ told us that there are no days in which actions are more beloved to Allah than the days of the ten, meaning the first ten days of Dhul Hijjah. These actions, anything that you do in these days, all of it is more virtuous, all of it is more rewarding. But from the most virtuous acts that you can perform on this day is the act of dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In one of the wordings of the hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, and some of the scholars said, one of the companions said, فَأَكْثِرُوا فِيهِنَّ مِنَ التَّحْمِيدِ وَالتَّهْلِيلِ وَالتَّكْبِيرِ So increase in these days in saying, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, and Allahu Akbar. Those three in particular, which together when combined become what we know, the takbir of Eid. To say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alhamd. At any time and every time during these days, it is something which is rewarding and something which should be done. But especially from today, from the morning of the day of Arafah, for those people not making hajj, from Fajr of the day of Arafah until Asr of the day of the 13th of the Hijjah, which is the coming Tuesday, inshallah, after the obligatory prayers, to say this takbir, it is something which was the practice of a number of the companions. Ali radiallahu an, and Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu an, and a number of them would do this. To make takbir in these days generally is something which is rewarding. It's reported by Abu Hurair, that Abu Hurair radiallahu an, and Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma in the days of the ten, would walk around the marketplaces of Medina, and they would say the takbir out loud. And people would hear them, as Ali ibn Bukhari narrates in his Sahih, and they would make the takbir after them, until the marketplaces of Medina were reverberating with takbir. That's a general takbir at any time. But from the morning of today, the day of Arafah, until Asr of the 13th of Dhul Hijjah, to make it after the obligatory prayers is also something which is highly recommended. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this blessed day of Friday, 
And on this blessed day of the day of Arafah, that Allah Azza wa Jal showers His mercy and forgiveness upon us. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us from amongst those people who are freed from the fire. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the best of this life and the best of the next life. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala safeguards us and our families from every trial that takes us away from Him. And from every hardship that makes us turn away from His worship. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that He gives us all the ability to perform hajj. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal that He makes us from the people who are able to perform hajj. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the ability to stand on the plane of Arafah. And that Allah Azza wa Jal makes us from amongst those people who return with the hajj that is accepted and with the reward that is no less than Jannah. Barakallahu li walakum fil Qur'an. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wasalamu alam al-salin. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org.